Welcome to Consumering. I'm your host, Rachel Martin. For everyone new, Consumering is a podcast where I bring you interviews with real people so you can have a pulse on emerging trends and consumer behaviors. My goal is to bring brands closer to the voice of their consumer. Let's get started with today's interview. Quiet in the back room, please. In today's episode, I talked to a 40, 50, and 60-year-old woman about their perceptions of aging. Let's meet Bridget, Melinda, and Mary. My name's Bridget. I'm 45, and I live in Wine and Skill, New York, which is just outside of Albany. Okay. I have a 14-year-old daughter. Um, she's a freshman in high school, and my son is 11. He's in Okay. Okay. Great. Um, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. So. Oh, so you're you're in the thick of it. <laughs> yes, yes. So it so- we we have soccer practice this weekend, yep. birthdays, nice. all that, all that jazz. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, how would you? So thinking about this like time of your life, how would you? How would you describe it? And try not to. I try to encourage people to not say busy because everyone says that they're busy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hectic. <laughs> I was trying to think of a synonym. Syn- yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, as I think I said on the phone to you, like you're, you know, when you're in your forties, it's like, I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, our kids are a little older so that's kind of nice. Like we don't have to have a babysitter anymore, which is really like, oh, that when that happened, that was like, oh my goodness, like can stay home alone. It, that's definitely kind of nice. But you know, when I when I turned forty five, it was like, you know, like that's kind of a gulp, you know, like you're mm-hmm. fifty. Oh God. Um, but you know, we're just so busy. I mean, I I know you didn't want me to say the word busy, but it's just there's so much going on. Um, you know, my son plays travel soccer, he plays basketball, my daughter's on the comp team for dance, you know, between schoolwork and sports, I, I kind of feel like a taxi cab, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, but it's good, like you're at a, you know, I often wonder, like, what's going to happen when they're gone? <laughs> We're going to have a lot of free time. So, um, you know, part of it is like, feeling hectic, you know, coming home from work, and then like, okay, where do the kids need to go? It kind of can be exhausting sometimes. And like, you can, you, my husband and I, I can feel like, like we're passing, like just through the night, you know, like, oh, hi, you know, on our way. Yeah. Who are you? Sorry. What's your name? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, um, you know, sometimes it can be monotonous, like just getting through the day, just like, let's get through the week. What do we have to do? What's on the calendar? Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like a good time too in your life where I feel like you're kind of more established with, you know, your careers and you have a little bit more expenses to do some other things. And, you know, I'm really big on travel and experiences. So Mm -hmm. I really want to do that, especially before my daughter leaves for college. So, yeah. Yeah. How would you sort of compare like 45 to 35? (laughs) Um, <laughs> that like, I guess that like feeling of 35 versus 45. You know, I mean, I don't physically, I don't feel like any, like, it's like, oh, that was just 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I know it's just a number, but it is like, you know, my, hu- my sister-in-law is turning 50 this year and my, a good friend of mine is turning 50. All of a sudden people are starting to turn 50 and I'm like, Oh, like, and then I know a lot of people who are in their thirties or people you work with who might be younger, who are just 30, maybe Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh my God. Like you just don't, it's like, you want to hang on to stuff and realize like time is precious. And we all know that, but do we, do we live in the present and do we, I I feel like I'm rambling, but no, you're, it's good. It's fine. We like, you know, it's so easy to say every day, Oh, live in that moment and hang on to the time. And it goes so quick, but even though you think it, it still goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 35. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's hard to even remember. I mean, I get when I, my son was just a year old or born being born. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It is, it is funny. Like you, I think everyone these days are like live in the moment, be present, but it's like, it's really hard. It is hard. It's really hard to do. 
talk to me a little bit about, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, like how you and your husband, you, you guys are just like, Pat, you don't really get that time to connect or cause you're always like running around, but what about some like other relationships, just thinking about, you know, like as you've, as you've grown up, you know, just like how have some of your relationships changed? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm lucky. I have like a really good group of girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, but even that, like in the past, probably five to 10 years, that's changed even a little because everybody's just gotten so crazy with their kids. Um, so we used to do like annual girls weekends and, you know, but that's even kind of fallen off the map a little bit because just people can't find a weekend anymore. Um, so that kind of makes me sad. And we used to try to get together once a month to go out and we tried every which way, like picking a date that would work for everybody or, okay, it's going to be the first Tuesday of the month. And that kind of fell off the map. And it's kind of sad because it's like, okay, well, someday the kids are not going to be here and then hopefully we'll all regroup. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then I think you make new relationships with, with people that your kids are doing, you know, uh, their, their activities with. So I think you form different friendships um, over the years and, uh, but it is sad to think like some of the other ones die off just mm -hmm. based on schedules and different interests. Yeah. What would you say is the like best part of your life right now? My dog. No. <laughs> you haven't mentioned your dog yet. <laughs> oh gosh, he's Rooney. Oh Rooney. my goodness. Oh he's yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a doodle. Yeah. Um, he Aww. no, I mean he like loves me. I, he's the only one who doesn't talk back to me. Yeah. He's always happy to see me. Um no, I'd say the best part of my life, well, you know, I'd like to say obviously like the cliche answer is of course your family and your kids, but you know, kids, my kids are tough. Like my daughter, you know, high school has it's been a rough year. So mm -hmm. that's been tough. But I guess I would say, you know, I love to run. I love to exercise, work out. So, you know, I love that time with, I have a whole running group. Um, and that's really great. We're, we're running tomorrow morning and we usually do seven or eight miles and wow. it's just kind of like therapy, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the best things. Um, and then I would say, you know, just like the stuff that we've been able to do like travel wise, like we're going to Costa Rica in April. Super excited about that. Um, we've been to Aruba, like, you know, I'm trying to really, again, like do some cool experiences. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. being able to do that has been really awesome. Yeah. And what would you say is your least favorite part about this time of your life? Dealing with the high schooler. It's tough. Like she's very, my daughter's always been very stubborn. I mean, she's a good kid, but she's just like very strong-willed very sassy she's been like that since she was born mm -hmm. and um you know it's just her grades aren't doing that great you know it's just like yeah. trying to navigate this whole high school teenage thing is hard mm -hmm. yeah so okay. yeah great um yeah I mean I remember high school and it's hard it's really really hard well and then I just um today my daughter said to me um, you know, she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she has a huge group of friends. I mean, she sits with people at lunch. I mean, she has a couple of good girlfriends, but you know, like tomorrow's the snowball and she didn't get invited to like an after party. And I'm like, that sucks. You know, I mean, I feel bad. Like, why not? Why didn't she get invited? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't get invited. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm like, well, I know, you know, I tried to make it be like, people suck sometimes. Like you just, high school's hard. You just got to hang in there. Yeah. But I, that made me sad. If you were to sort of like talk about your outlook on aging, what, how do you, how do you look at it? Well, I get, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> we age every day, but I mean, yeah, I, d I definitely think like, it's not as, you know, like, I feel like even when our parents were turning 50, it was like, oh, over the hill. And, you know, now it's like 
50 is still young and there's so much life ahead of you. And if you're in, you know, take care of yourself and, you know, exercise, eat right. Like, you know, you could, there's some 50 year olds that are like, I'm like, really? You're 50. You look like Mm -hmm. you're 35, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I know, like, I try to be like, you know, it is what it is because I mean, what's, you know, we're all going to get older. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, you don't want to like constantly live in a state of, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm old and, you know, because, and then I try to think of like somebody who might be sick or have, no, they're dying. They might, they're not even getting that chance to live. So, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, there's such a stigma about like looking good and looking young and, you know, staying in shape and, so, you know, hopefully you age gracefully. <laughs> yeah. And what's, what's important to you as you, as you age? Definitely like being healthy and able and of sound mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my mom has MS actually. Um, so she, she's had it for, she was diagnosed when she was 40 wow. so, and she's 74. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's really tough. Cause she like really can't do anything. Yeah. So, you know, and even when I go to the gym, I take this amazing class and uh, it's hard, it's a tough class. And the owner, the teacher, and she's the owner of the gym, she'll be like, I don't want to hear anybody complaining. There are people who would kill to be here and people who can't, who are just not able-bodied or who are ill or whatever. And they, so, you know, you guys are blessed to walk in this door and Mm -hmm. be able to move your body. And it's true. Yeah. 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 So what are, so you talked about, you know, you love to hike, you love to run. What are some other ways that you sort of like take care of your health and thinking like health holistically, I guess, not just exercise. Yeah. Um, well, as I said, we were Catholic. We go to, I go to church every week. So Mm -hmm. spiritually, I guess. Um, and when it comes to like, um, nutrition or skincare? Are you at all like involved in like, do you care about that stuff? I do. I should care about, I actually started caring more about my skin probably in the last two years. And, you know, I'm pretty, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very fair skin. I'm Irish. So I burn easily and I'm, I've definitely had my share of sunburns in my life. And I'm like, yeah, like I wish I had, you know, kind of taken better care of my skin, mm-hmm. you know, in my thirties, I guess. But no, I do. I'm, but I'm not like, I, you know, I don't spend like a ton of money on skincare or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do use like, um, you know, like serum or, you know, I'm more, I'm better about moisturizing. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then nutrition. Oh yeah. Nutrition. Yeah. I mean, uh, Yes, I I definitely I, I hate to cook, let me tell you. But I do try to meal plan, you know, we don't eat out a lot. I am I perfect every meal? No, because we're busy. But, you know, I I try to be, you know, like I had a salad for dinner, you know, so I try mm-hmm. to I try to eat correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my husband's actually doing like trying to just cut back on carbs. And so, which has actually been good because we've been kind of getting creative with recipes and like we had like a ch- uh, Philly steak sub the other night, but instead of having it on a bun, we had it in uh, peppers. Like it was like a Philly steak stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, it was good. I'm like, oh, yeah. we don't have the bread, you know? So yeah. just trying to be, and you know, it's easier, I think in the summer too, especially with our garden. It's like, I can go out and just pick cucumbers and tomatoes and make a cucumber tomato salad so right right to wrap things up like if you were to give your younger self um advice on like what to sort of expect and let's say younger self let's say 30 um I remember there was a time in high school when I thought I was like 30 is so old like I'll never reach 30 um but anyway, now it's like a baby. But um, yeah, what would you tell your 30-year-old self about like sort of what to expect in your 40s and like just the process of 
aging, like what you can look forward to, what to watch out for, stuff like that? I would say like really try to maintain the relationship with your spouse, you know, like make a commitment to be more present with each other, even when you're busy with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, take care of your skin. <laughs> no, really, like I should have started like a skin, you know, moisturizing better back then. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely keep exercising. That's the one thing I feel like I've done though. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, like really try to maintain the relationships with the people that are important to you, mm-hmm. even if it's like, seems like you're the one doing all the work, you know, sometimes that's how it is. Okay. Well, Bridget, I think that is everything. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. It was I nice appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Okay. Have a good okay. night. You too. Bye. Bye. So that was Bridget, who's on the younger end, so still settling into this idea of getting older, but also feels quite confident in this idea of being able to do more with her life. Next, we have Melinda. Let's meet Melinda. Uh, My name is Melinda. I'm 59, and I live in the Chicago area. Okay, great. And um, how long have you been in Chicago? Oh, I've been in the area my whole life. Who do you live with? I live with my husband now. Mm-hmm. And do you guys have kids? Yes, yes. I have um, two um, growing children and I have a grandson. Oh, congrats. congrats. Thank you. How old is your grandson? He is almost two. Oh, it's such a great age, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, he's a cutie. (laughs) Yeah. Do you currently work? Yes, I work part-time. Okay. Um, Right now, I am doing tutoring. I I tutor elementary school children in reading and math. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you have to have a lot of patience. Yes, yes but it's very rewarding. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. So let's, yeah, let's dive into the discussion today. So how would you, how would you sort of describe this time of your life? Um, I would describe it as, as busy. (laughs) Um, I feel like, like I'm kind of, um, at the the boundary of maybe transitioning to a new new part of my life um that changes are coming um but i'm not quite there yet mm-hmm. yeah so talk to me about what is this what do you mean this boundary and changes are coming well you know my husband is talking about retiring in a few years and I've been thinking about it so um that'll really be a change for us you know it's um he's worked so long I you know I've worked it's kind of like during the day we have separate lives so we're we're kind of thinking about what life will look like once once he retires I may work a little longer but he'll be home more. Um, it's just things will be really, really different. Yeah. What are those? Cause I've, I've talked to several people who, you know, both the husband and wife, uh, retire and then they're both home all the time. What are those, what are those conversations like for you guys? You know, what do you, what do you talk about how this, how this will impact you? Well, I think, um, you know, we're, we're thinking of, um, um, like, especially for him, if I'm, if I'm still working a little, um, what will he do during his day? Because he, he has worked many hours and he works longer than an eight hour day. And so he really hasn't had time to develop hobbies or anything. So we're kind of thinking how how will he spend his time and he'll probably be 
depending on me more, you know, to spend time with him. But we're also um, a little worried about the money situation and thinking that maybe we could do something um, to bring in money together. Mm. I, I do some other work on the side um, and he's maybe thinking he could join me with that. We could do it together. So you kind of have like a side hustle? Yeah. So would you say, you know, you talk about your life being happy or sort of, I mean, you talk about this part of your life being busy um, and sort of like expecting these changes to be happening. How do you, how do you feel about all this? Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it because it'll be a change. You know, sometimes my life gets, um, so routine. It's almost <laughs> boring. It's like each day is the same. So it'll, I, I'm kind of looking forward to something new and, and my husband not having to work as many hours and, you know, even on the weekends he goes in. So it's, our life is very scheduled. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of thinking of my own independence will, will change. Um, you know, he's going to be around all the time. I mean, sometimes I, I get together with friends or there's other activities in the community I go to and I won't have as much time to do that. So yeah, that, that's what I think of. Why wouldn't you have as much time to do that? Um, I'll probably feel bad, you know, leaving, <laughs> leaving oh. him if he's at home. <laughs> he probably, I, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll still be able to go to things, but it's just, um, I, I won't have that independence, you know, he'll, he'll be there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking that that'll change a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions of what like aging is like when you're, when you're younger, you know, you have this, you have this idea of like what it's going to be like to get older. Um, and, but I'm curious to hear sort of like what, what were your sort of like ideas about like what this time of your life would be like and how have those kind of like changed? Well, I guess, I don't know, when I was younger, I don't know that I thought about it all that much, but I guess maybe in my mind, I thought I wouldn't be as active. Um, I'd have a lot of maybe health conditions. I, I'd really be slowing down. Um, I just um, <laughs> would have more, a lot more wrinkles. Um, so I guess that was my perception then. And then as compared to what I, what I think now, mm -hmm. um, I guess a little bit of that has come true. I mean, I do feel um, more aches and pains and I feel like I am slowing down a little, but I, I still um, manage to be pretty active. Um, I don't feel like I have as many wrinkles as I thought I might've, might've had. You know, um, <laughs> I was going to say, I want to know what you're doing with your skin because like, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I think a lot of it is genetics because my mother, who's um, 83, you would never think she's 83. She doesn't have many wrinkles and she's probably more active than me, but <laughs> she looks great. Um, but I do you know, try and wash it with a facial cleanser morning and evening. I put um, like a product with some sunscreen in it every day. I moisturize it. So um, I've, I've had oily skin, you know, growing up. And my mother used to say too, that that helps a lot. So <laughs> very good. Very lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so tell me a bit about, you know, you mentioned you're pretty active. What are what does that mean for you? Well, I, you know, I do get out. I'm, I'm still working. 
I, um, you know, in addition to the tutoring, I, I do the evaluating mystery shopping. So I'm, I, I get around a lot. Um, I try and exercise as much as I can. Um, I'm involved in some other activities. So um, I, I feel like my life is pretty full. I'm always, you know, there's always something to do. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, so talk to me about like, what is your current outlook on aging? How do you feel um, about it? Well, I, I, um, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm in a way looking forward to slowing down a little bit, but at the same time, it does worry me a little bit. Um, I think, especially with, with health concerns, that's a big, um, worry of mine. I, I am, um, a two-time early stage breast cancer survivor. Wow, good for you, um, yeah. Thank you. And um, my father had four different cancers in his lifetime and he died of pancreatic cancer. So I think, I think getting um, a serious illness, you know, having cancer come back or another kind of cancer is a big concern of mine as I age and I, it's always there in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think um, also because like on Facebook, I'm seeing that classmates of mine from high school are, are you know, dying. There's, it, it seems like every week, um, you know, there's somebody around my age that they're announcing the death of. So it's, it's scary, um, but I try not to think about it. Um, I think, you know, I just worry about health in general um, and, and just being able to move around um, less, you know, having the aches and the pains. Um, I, I worry about my mind staying sharp. Um, my grandmother had Alzheimer's. So there, there's all these worries. But like I said, I'm also looking forward to retirement. I'm hoping that I can have um, more time to spend with my kids and my grandson um, and, and do more hobbies, um, you know, things that I've wanted to do that I haven't had time to do or explore new, new things to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what are, what are some hobbies that you've wanted to do but haven't quite gotten around to? Well, um, I, I would like to try knitting. <laughs> I would like to learn how to knit. Um, I would just like, um, I'm always seeing all these ideas online for different um, DIY um, projects or craft projects. I think I would enjoy doing that. Um, I'd like to have more time just to read. Um, I, you know, I have time to, to read the newspaper every day, but there's um, a lot of books I've been wanting to read that I just don't have the time to do. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to vol volunteer also. I'd like to have time to do that. Yep. So you mentioned um, you, you will exercise occasionally, but you're just like, you're always doing something. So your life is very full. Um, and that's sort of your way of yeah, just being active and staying healthy. What about when it comes to sort of like the food you eat? Well, I'm, I'm trying to eat healthier. Um, I, I know what I need to do, but because my life gets so busy, it's sometimes hard to plan the exact meals that I want to prepare or I'm on the go a lot during the day and um, I don't always have time to prepare like a healthy snack to bring along. So then I've got to find somewhere to go um, and I don't always eat the healthiest on the go. So that's, um, 
it's something I'm working on. Um, and I think it'll be a little easier once I slow down and don't have as much going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what does a typical day look like for you in terms of like what you'll eat? Well, I do um, have breakfast at home and, and usually I'll have um, a, a bowl of cold cereal and maybe um, an orange or a banana. Um, I will, you know, when I head out the door, try and take some granola bars or a protein shake with me to have um, when I'm on the go. Um, if I'm able to come home for lunch, sometimes I'll have um, a turkey sandwich, um, um, maybe with some soup or, um, or I'll have fruit with it. Um, and then I'll have, um, again, a snack in the afternoon, um, maybe some more fruit or, or yogurt. And then, then there's dinner. Um, you know, that I have with my husband and mm -hmm. we... do you guys cook or, um, I will cook, um, usually four days out of the week. Um, and then on the weekends we'll like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll either go out or bring something home. Mm -hmm. Would you say there's like a guilty pleasure you have when it comes to food? Um, well, there's probably a few of those. Yeah. yeah. Usually, usually it's sweet things like ice cream. Um, I, yeah, something I do love, um, is an apple pancake. Um, there's a restaurant by us that makes these delicious apple pancakes. And again, that's got a lot of sweetness in it. So anything sweet. <laughs> I, I feel ya. I feel ya. <laughs> um, great. So I actually, yeah, I want to go back to your skincare routine because I'm so curious about that. Um, so walk, walk me through sort of like what steps you, what steps you take morning versus night and what products you're using. Well, right now, I'm actually using um, a product that I found. It was either, I think it was at Marshall's. Um, and it's, it's, it's from the company, I believe, Rosen's. And it's, um, a, ro it's um, a rose water facial wash. And I'll use that um, in the morning and um, at night before bed. And I just find that makes my skin really, really smooth. Um, and then I um, will use um, simply, simple, simple um, moisturizer in the morning when I go out and it's got some sunscreen in it. Um, sometimes I will also use physician's formula CC cream or BB cream, which also has some sunscreen in it and um, that moisturizes also. And um, then in the evening, um, I will um, use a Olay moisturizer. Um, and I also um, will once in a while put some olive oil um, in the evening on my skin to moisturize it and I'll also put it um, on the decoutage um, area because um, I want to make sure that that looks good too. Um, and a couple times a week I like using um, some apple cider vinegar. I feel that tones and I think it restores the pH to the skin. So basically that's what I do. Mm -hmm. How did you, how did you figure out like what products to use? Do you want to, um, sorry, do you want to just like pause there? Oh, it's done ringing. Okay. Oh yeah. No, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about it. Um, I should have turned it to vibrate. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of trial and error. Um, that facial wash, I, I was looking for something new. I had actually run out of a product that um, I had gotten a trial of. 
Um, so I happened to be at, at Marshall's and I was just looking through their, their section. They have a lot of interesting brand names and then other brands I haven't heard of. Um, and I, I saw this facial cleanser and it looked, um, I, I'm trying to look for products that um, don't have a lot of chemicals in them. It looked more natural. Um, so I decided to try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you ever look for, because it, it seems like none of these are specifically like anti-aging. Do you ever like look for products that say like anti-aging or anything? Um, well, I know the, the L'Oreal moisturizer says, you know, it reduces fine lines. Um, so I, I feel that's more anti-aging, but um, I guess I, I don't always specifically look for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was there a point, like, have you always been really good about skincare or was it something recently that you've started doing? I'd say actually in the last couple of years, I've, I've really started a routine. Um, in the past, I would just kind of wash my face. Um, I wasn't very good about putting on moisturizer or anything. Um, I didn't, I should have worn like some sort of sunscreen on my face, but I, I didn't. So it's really only been in the past couple of years. It's amazing. I, I remember my mom when I was in high school just saying, you need a moisturizer, you need a moisturizer. I'm like, whatever, mom. And then, you know, it's like 20 years later, I'm like, ah, I should have listened to her. Oh, oh but you, your skin looks wonderful. Oh, thank too. you. I did just Although moisturize. <laughs> Um, yeah, always, always listen to our parents. Yes. <laughs> um, what is with your skincare routine? Like, what is your, what is your goal? Like, what, what do you want to achieve with it? I think I, I just want to keep my skin as young looking as possible. I mean, I know inevitably there's going to be some wrinkles but I just want to keep it looking um, it, its best um, without um, using a lot of harmful ingredients. Mm -hmm. um, so just trying to use more natural, um, even organic products to, to help with that. Mm -hmm. And why is that important? Um, well, it's a big concern of mine just because I am a cancer survivor. Um, and I think just in general, um, there's a lot of products, I mean, there's a lot of chemicals in these products that just are not good for us generally as far as our health. And I, mm -hmm. I do know that um, in Europe, they have a lot more cosmetics that are banned than in the United States. They um, don't allow a lot of these chemicals that we do. It's really amazing, right? It is, like yes. Yes. Um, what about when it comes to like thinking about technology? How are you? How are you with like? What's your relationship with tech? I think I'm I'm pretty good. I um I like it. I I find it helps me. Um, I rely on it a lot for work. Um, I use it to keep in touch with friends, so I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And what do you what do you use? What do you have? Well, I I use social media like Facebook. Um, I text. Um, I do a lot of research online. Um, I um, you know use Word documents. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you use Facebook. Are you posting or are you just like reading what other people have to say? I do post a little, but the majority of it is reading what other people say, although I will comment and like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And what about Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Yes, yes. And I, I do, um, 
I do like another hobby of mine is taking photos. So I do have a couple photos that I've posted on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, and, and also yeah. with um, Facebook, I'm part of a lot of Facebook groups too. Like what kind of groups? Um, well, a lot of them have, um, have to do with um, surviving breast cancer, um, health groups, um, groups from my high school, groups from my town, um, um, like reading groups, a lot of, you know, hobbies, things I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with, with Instagram, you're, you'll like take photos and upload them. Do you, do you have like, are you following a lot of people? I am following people. Yes. And do you follow like any brands? Uh, yes, I, I know I do follow brands. Um, I, I follow, you know, friends of mine. I follow, I guess, some celebrities. Yeah, so who are the, some of the celebrities that you follow? Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, let's see, who are, well, um, Maybe some of the, yeah, I know I like dancing with the stars, you know, so I'll, I'll follow the celebrities like on shows like that, you mm -hmm. know, just to see their pictures while they're on the show. Um, some of the actors from Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, celebrities that are on TV shows that I like. Mm -hmm. And what do you like or dislike about these forms of social media? Like, what's sort of your relationship with them? Well, I like that. I, you know, it really keeps me informed. Um, I can stay in touch with friends, you know, see what's going on in their life. I um, get a lot of my news that way. Um, there's a lot of things I, I learn, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll learn of new recipes. Um, there, there's so much, um, mm -hmm. you know, even on on Instagram with the posts. Um, I, I love looking at other people's photos, but um, I guess what I don't like is it, it can get overwhelming. I mean, there's just so much. I, I can't, it's impossible to keep up with it all. Mm -hmm. um, and also um, there sometimes can be a lot of um, fighting. Um, I, I've noticed like, especially on Facebook, um, regarding politics. Um, I see a lot of name calling. I see a lot of hate. Um, so I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Um, so I think to wrap up, um, what would you tell your younger self? You know, let's say when you were just turning 30 about aging, you know, like what what should your younger self expect? Anything they should look forward to, prepare themselves for, stuff like that. I think what I would tell my younger self is to um, really be proactive in taking care of yourself. Um, you know, make sure you keep up with your exercising and, and healthy eating so you, um, you know, maybe can prevent some health problems in the future, um, take care of your skin, um, you know, make sure you watch what you're eating, because once you start gaining the weight, it's, it's hard to take it off, and, um, you know, aging is not something to be afraid of, it's just um, a new chapter in your life, and, um, you know, it's, it's full of new opportunities. So um, you should kind of embrace it and just kind of um, live in the present and enjoy your life. Great. Okay. Great. Well, I think that is everything, Melinda. I really appreciate your time. Oh, it was nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. I hope you have a great day. You too. Thank okay. you. Okay. Uh, well, so that was Melinda. Next, we have Mary, who is in her 60s. Let's meet Mary.
my name is Mary. I am 61. I'll be 62 in about a month. Uh, I live in Kent, Washington, which is a suburb of Seattle. Okay. So, and you are working, correct? And what do you, what kind of work do you do? I work at uh, the University of Washington. I'm uh, a staff job, um, administrative support for an academic program. Great, great. And do you live with anyone? Yeah, I'm married, live with my husband. Okay, how long have you guys been married? Uh, 20, 26 years. 26 years, okay, great. And any kids? Nope, no okay. kids, two cats. Okay. Great, so let's, let's jump into aging. Um, so I want you to complete this sentence for me. Aging is? Um, First thing that comes to mind. Something that has its pluses and minuses. There are definitely some advantages and there's <laughs> some of the other too. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Um, one thing I noticed probably as I got into my 40s was there were a lot of expectations that kind of eased off. Um, I mean, in a way, you know, you're never going to look like the, the model on the cover of Vogue. Um, if you ever had any hope of that when you're past 40. Well, the models, the models don't even look like that. No, so. the models <laughs> in Vogue are already touched, so they don't yeah. look like that either. Yeah. You're right. But you kind of, you kind of start to realize that, you know, if, if the pressure ever really, if you ever really felt the pressure, if you really took it seriously, it's, it's easing off now because, um, you know, you, you won't meet those standards and, and you're a little more free to um, cut the crap and, and look how you want and do things you want. Um, yeah, I think I got over a lot of external expectations that, that I felt like were, were put on me by people, um, sometimes starting in my 40s. Hmm. I, could, I could do things my way, which I always did to a certain point, but I stressed about it a little more. I, I started worrying less about what do people think and what do people want from me. Mm-hmm. If they weren't anybody that mattered to me, why did I care? Yeah. Yeah. And how does that feel to have this sense of like, cut the crap? It's great. It's, it's, it gives me more energy to focus on things that I care about. Mm-hmm. And what are, yeah, what are some of those things that you care about? Um, hobbies, spending time with my friends, um, buying clothes I like and not, not clothes that anybody tells me I should like or that are proper for someone my age. Um, Yeah. Mhm. We'll come back to some of those, but um and then tell me so the sense of sort of like releasing these like expectations um and then what about some of the you know you said the pluses and minuses what are what are the minuses? Um oh health issues mostly. Um you know, it does right after I turned 40. Um, I turned 40 that year in March and I was diagnosed as uh, diabetic in June. Um, so it's just like, okay, the warranty expired and here it comes. Um, and, you know, creaky joints and, and uh, the usual stuff. I don't have anything life-threatening, but a few annoying problems that, that kind of came with age. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dealing with yeah. Better, you know, better than the alternative, which is not living long enough to get old. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And how are you dealing with them? Um, oh, mostly, well, see the doctor fairly regularly, take my medicine, um, mostly follow doctor's advice. Um, I can't say I'm a, a uh, uh, 100% on all of that, but I, I do what I can. Um, yeah. What are the hardest, like I've heard that several times, but what are the hardest things to sort of like follow through with mm-hmm. on the d- doctor's advice? 
I'm a, I won't tell your doctor. Don't worry. She knows. <laughs> um, I've always been a couch potato. I've never liked to exercise and, and I've got a, um, almost two hour commute each way in the morning and night. Um, plus an eight hour work day. So it's really hard to find time to exercise. So I don't very much. Um, and, you know, being diabetic, I need to watch, watch the carbs and the sugar and that's hard. I like sweets. So I try to, um, I try to keep it in moderation, but that's hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Um, so tell me, have you ever yourself like experienced ageism? Mm -hmm. You know, I could never, well, yes and no. I could, I could never point to it and say, absolutely, that's what's going on there. But I've always worked in higher ed. And for years, um, I, I had different kinds of administrative jobs. And I noticed I was applying, you know, when I was changing jobs, I was applying for jobs that were like stuff I'd done in the past. But when I reached a certain age, there were just certain jobs, even though I had experience, even though I met the requirements, in the job description, I'd never get calls for interviews. Um, there were certain things, one of them was undergraduate admissions advising, one of them was student activities where they just want somebody young and they would never say so. But you know, I used to do that and I quit getting called, called and even interviewed for those jobs. I, you know, they would call me for academic advising, they would call me for um, you know, general support staff jobs like what I've got now, but uh, yeah. There were just there were just certain jobs they wrote me out for, mm -hmm. and I had to think that was because you usually do see young people in those jobs. How does that make you feel? Oh, it, it annoyed me, especially the student activities. I really like doing that, and uh, you know, I, I I missed it. I, I thought I had some skills, and and uh, I missed being able to share them. It was a fun job. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, I want to go back to some of the things that you like to do. So you mentioned like buying clothes that like you like to wear, not what's mm -hmm. like expected of you to wear. Um, and then, you know, spending time with your friends and certain hobbies. So this idea of like buying clothes that you want to wear, tell me, tell me a bit more about that. Um, Somewhere probably in my 30s, I, I've always, um, I've got wide feet, they, they don't make shoes to fit me, and I was still trying to stuff them into you know, traditional pumps, women's shoes, with a high heel and a, a thin sole and a pointy toe, and they hurt like hell. And I reached a point where I just decided, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, started wearing flats and, and uh, clunky. I mean, they, they are the old lady shoes. They are the, the comfortable, wide, um, thick sole. And they feel so good. Um, and I've, I've been doing that for years now. I, you know, I even look at myself in the mirror and say, yeah, okay. I am, I have been conditioned to think that this, this outfit might look a little better if I had a, if I had some pointy toes and higher heels, but I'm not going to do it. I don't but care. But damn, am I comfortable? <laughs> yeah, um, that's one thing. And um, clothes that are colorful. I'm, I've always been fat. I'm not. Um, I've lost some weight because I had some health issues, and and the weight just sort of went away. So I've lost about 70, 80 pounds in the last three, four years. Um, I'm still fat. I used to be fatter. And they always tell fat women, you know, wear, wear dark colors, don't, don't wear patterns. And I, I, um, I will frequently <laughs> wear colors and patterns. Um, I started doing tie-dye, and I've got some tie-dye dresses that are not subtle. Um, but I like them, so. Um, and and then, oh, another, yeah. another thing I started doing, I, a few years ago, I bought a pair of glasses. They weren't, they were this, this, um, this designer, but not the not this pair. Um, these aren't even as colorful as the last ones. But I started. I found this this line of glasses, and they have rhinestones, and they have they're, they're the cat eyes, and they're 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 very colorful. And um, you know, I I 
I love them. I've, I've been wearing them all the time ever since. I, I like, I like the glitz. I like being able to, to, uh, you know, and people notice them and I, I like that. I'm not trying to be unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about that. Like, so when did you start sort of going for these like more out there styles? Probably, probably in my forties. Um, yeah, I, I stopped, I stopped being down on myself for my weight and my appearance and just started to feel more like this is who I am. I'm damn good. I'm not, you know, you're not going to miss me because I'm too big for that. So I might as well stand up. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Um, you know, so you mentioned you and your husband have been together 26 years. Mm -hmm. How, so let's see, how old were you when you got married? You were like 30. Let's see. We met when I was 34. I don't, okay. don't have the numbers quite right. We met when I was 34 and we got married when I was 36. Okay. What's the secret? What's the secret to your marriage, your some relationship? It, some of it was that we weren't kids when we met. Um, we were, you know, neither of us had had, a, had been married before, had, a, had any really long-term relationships, but we were old enough to know more about ourselves and what we wanted, what we could compromise on, and what was it not not gonna been. Um, and we just, you know, we met and hit it off really fast and uh, talked about a few things to sort of make sure we were on the same page. And it was still working. So uh, mm -hmm. we we met online and we met in an AOL chat room. Mm -hmm. um, got to got together. I came up here to meet him face to face about a month later. Um, about a month after that, I started looking for a job in Seattle. Um, got one faster than I expected. And we said, um, okay, maybe this is too soon. We don't want to rush things. Um, maybe I'll just turn this job down and I'll wait until the next one comes along and then we'll be, we'll know if we're ready to really move in together. And uh, we thought about that for about 20 seconds and said, now nah, let's do it. So I moved up here. And uh, we moved in together um, six months after we met online, but we only spent maybe a total of two weeks in the same place. That the rest of it had all been online and on the phone. Mm -hmm. So everybody thought I'd lost my mind. <laughs> I quit a job and moved up here, and, and uh, you know, to move in with this guy I barely knew. Um, but I thought about it, and I thought, well, okay. I don't think he's an axe murderer. He's playing the long game. He's being very, very subtle about it if he's crazy. Right. Um, so, you know, the worst thing that's probably going to happen is I'll move up there. The relationship will crash and burn. I'll be really sad. I'll have to move out. Um, the job doesn't pay all that much, so that will suck. Um, what's the worst thing if I don't do it? I'll wonder for the rest of my life if I blew a chance for something really good. And after that, there was just no question. I moved. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been together ever since. Great. Great. Um, so getting back to more about like this process of just like getting older, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, you're still, you're still very young. And what do you, I mean, do you, have you have you like started to think about retiring? Because like people like retire so much later, and I've figured out just based on um, you know when I'm vested in in the retirement plan here, and when um, um, I still got some student loans for uh, going back to school in my forties. Um, so when those are are gonna, I'm done with paying those. I've probably got another five years. I will probably retire sometime after, soon after I turn 67. I think that's when I can afford it. Mm -hmm. um, and I can do five more years. I, right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I can, I'm not much of a morning person, but I can still drag out of bed in the morning. So Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's, um, I would like to not work. Um, I, you know, I like my job, but I would very much like to be free of, of uh, 
the need to get up every morning and, and go to work. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I can do this for another few years. I guess like thinking, okay, so thinking about like where you are in your life right now, like what matters most to you? Mm-hmm. Um, taking care of each other, um, keeping, you know, staying afloat financially. We're not in great financial shape. We've, we've had some ups and downs and some layoffs and, and we don't have a lot saved. That concerns me. Um, you know, right now we're doing okay, so I want to keep it that way. Um, but so far, so good. Mm-hmm. What What does it mean? Take What do you mean taking care of each other? Oh, my husband's got some health issues. I've got to do some, you know, help him out with with things. He's he's partially disabled, so long as I can do that, his health stays, you know on an even keel that doesn't get worse um that's that's a concern mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what would you say like you're you know like you're you're looking forward to retirement but what are some things maybe you're not looking forward to about aging um worries about Thanks for tuning in today. If you're looking to connect with your customer or even figure out who your customer is, email me, rachel at remcalinsights.com. If you like what you hear, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. See you next time on Consumering.